congratulations on your family edition, your second granddaughter. I wanted to get that in there before we begin. Um, you bet. Um, you don't see it all that often, but when a former quarterback takes over as a head coach like Frank Reich, um, I'm curious to get your perception on whether or not you've seen him um, put the game in the hands of Andrew Luck any more than usual. He's been throwing the ball quite a bit to start the season. Uh yeah, he sure has. Well, I think probably any coach would be comfortable putting the ball in Luck's hands. Uh, he's a very, very good quarterback, and he has excellent skill players uh, to work with. So um, we've seen Luck control many games before, uh-huh. and uh, it's different because it's a different system, and I'm sure that uh, Coach Reich has um, given uh, Luck a lot of flexibility in the offense in terms of uh, things at the line of scrimmage and um, post-snap decisions, pre-snap decisions, all those kind of things. Um, but and So it's different, but I'd say he, he's had a lot of responsibility like that in the past, and he handles it very well. He's a very sharp guy that um, has good football instincts and, and makes a lot of good decisions, so I, I can see why, why they put it in his hands. Thanks, Phil. The next question is going to be Phil Perry, followed by Evan Lazar. Go ahead, Phil. Hey, Mark. Phil, you mentioned um, the Colts and their skill positions and the talent they have there. It looks like they have a few guys uh, that are new, though, that you, you haven't seen before. Um, I'm interested particularly by the, the running back, Naeem Hines. How have you seen them uh, use him? It looks like he's been pretty active in the passing game. Uh, he has, uh, Phil, and it seems like it's a little bit more each week. Um, they use him in different personnel groupings. Um, a lot of it's one back, but they also use him two back um, formations when he's in the game with uh, another another guy, Mac or Wilkins, uh, somebody like that. So, um, and that creates uh, some other problems because they can be in two back or one back formations uh, with. Uh, jet motion and things like that. So, uh, but he's he's uh, very good with the ball in his hands. Um, a good receiver. He's a good runner. He's fast. He's elusive in space. Hard to tackle. Uh, so it's a guy you don't want to you don't want to give a lot of uh, a lot of freedom and opportunity to. He's very uh, very good with the ball in his hands and has good quickness to get open and and uh, separate in in uh, the passing game. Hey, Phil. Welcome. Next up is uh, Evan Lazar, followed by Bob Sosi. Go ahead, Evan. Hey, Coach. I was just wondering, with uh, Frank Reich now in Indy, if you see any similarities with the offense that they're running than uh, you did with the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Uh, sure. Yeah, they're, they're both West Coast-based offenses, and, um, yeah, sure, there's a lot of carryover. Will you guys uh, rewatch the Super Bowl to get any type of uh, advantage in, in game planning or anything like that? Yeah, well, we've seen that game. Um, you know, we, we looked at that game pretty closely before the Philadelphia preseason game uh, this year. And, um, you know, there are obviously things that came up in that game that uh, we knew we were going to have to deal with uh, as a carryover into this year. So, but I'd say we've already, you know, 
pretty much been down that road. How much they do or don't do, I don't know. There's certainly a lot of similarities in the basic offensive systems. Thanks, Coach. Next up is uh, Bob Sosi, followed by Rich Garvin. Go ahead, Bob. Yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, good morning, Bill. The, yeah, the Colts defense. Uh, the Colts' defense, uh, a, a lot of turnover, uh, naturally. I know there is for most teams, uh, every team year to year, but uh, a lot of young players on that defense. And I was curious about your impression of Leonard in particular. Uh, with uh, He's had a lot of uh, production in terms of tackles for loss and, and, and tackles overall. Uh, what are your, your thoughts about him and, and in general, the, the way the Colts' defense uh, approaches things? Uh, well, they're primarily a, a zone defense. Um they they have very, very disruptive up front with their uh, defensive linemen. Uh, they're um, they have some very uh, explo explosive and and powerful guys um, like Hunt and Sheard and Woods, um, and they also have some some very athletic guys um, that are disruptive too. Um, you know, Turay's done a good job for them, and uh, Basham, uh, plus the guys I just mentioned. Um, so they, they cause a lot of negative plays. I think they lead the league in, in negative runs, um, and they're high in sacks. So they're a very disruptive group. Uh, the linebackers are fast. Leonard's fast. Walker's, um, fast. And they pursue well. Um, and so they're, they get to a lot of plays, get to a lot of balls. Um, and they, they've done an excellent job turning the ball over, whether it be stripping the ball out or, <laughs> Um, you know, making plays, tip passes, and things like that. Um, but zone zone oriented, so they have a lot of people running to the running to the ball wherever it is, run or pass. Um, and their their front's very disruptive. So a lot of times their linebackers or or secondary players like Gaithers or uh, Kenny Moore, uh, who plays the nickel for them, or um, Harrison, if it's not Moore, um, do a real good job of again, filling those gaps and getting in on plays after a lot of times the initial part of the running play has been disrupted or um, forced to, to bounce out or cut back into another gap, and they, they just converge and have a lot of people there. So uh, Leonard's been productive. Uh, he's, as you said, he has a lot of tackles. He's uh, on the field on almost every snap. Uh, it might be every snap. He, he's not out there. He's out there every play. And, again, very good sideline to sideline range. Um, their linebackers are usually pretty deep, uh, but when they blitz, they, they're fast, so they get there in a hurry, even though um, a lot of times when the ball snaps, they're not in a very threatening position, but they, they make up that ground very quickly, uh, along with the disruption on the defensive front, and cause a lot, they cause a lot of negative plays. So that's, that's really the main issue. Um, holding penalties, tackles for loss, sacks, batted balls, um, things like that. They, they, they have a lot of negative plays in those areas. And a quick follow-up, do you see the Rod Marinelli influence on Eberflus uh, with that front in particular? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Great. Thank you. Next is uh, Rich Garvin, followed by William Benditson, and I don't see any other hands raised after that, so we'll either end there, and I'll give it open for one last final question after William. Rich, go ahead. 
Bill, uh, going back to Sunday, Sony Michelle had 17 carries at three yards or left. And just when you went back and looked at the tape, what were, you, what were your thoughts on those plays? Uh, well, I mean, I think that's that's some of what the running game is. I mean, not every play is an 80-yard touchdown, so like every pass is an 80-yard touchdown. There's incomplete passes, and some runs gain less than others. Uh, you hope that you stay with it, and in the end, you know, you have production in the overall um, that overall phase of the game. But I asked because I think, memory serves me right. You once told me that a running back should be able to get two yards by falling forward. So when you see these smaller runs play, is that not necessarily just on the running back too? It's well, I think if there's a stalemate at the line of scrimmage, a back can make a couple of yards. Yeah, that's absolutely. But if if the play gets blown up or he doesn't really have a chance to to get back to the line of scrimmage and and be able to push the pile and and hit the gap, then you know, not yeah, not necessarily. I mean, you've got to at least create a stalemate on the line of scrimmage to give the back a chance, but. You know, a team like Miami that uh, has some very athletic players, and you know when they bring their linebackers and McDonald off the edge, I mean a lot of times those guys are penetrating into the backfield. So you have a couple, you know, zero and one yard gains, and then you uh, hit a toss outside for 15 yards, or you know hit a play up the middle for 10 yards, and those that that kind of evens it out. So uh, look, not every play is an 80-yard touchdown in this league. I mean, it just doesn't happen that way. Sure. Thank you. William Bendison, go ahead. Bill, congratulations again on your uh, grand, uh, second granddaughter. I, I just wanted to uh, ask you, you've used a lot of uh, combinations in the front six, especially when you play nickel defense. And I think some of that, at least it seems, is trying to figure out what are the best combinations up front. Do you feel like you're closer to that defensively, feeling what are the best combinations after four games? Uh, well, all, all the players that we play in there um, have earned the playing time, and we have con confidence putting those players on the field, and they've done a good job for us. So um, I don't think we're ever just going to you know, put 11 guys out there for you know, 65 snaps. Um, some of it's based on, of course, what, what our opponents are doing and what our personnel matchups are against that opponent. Um, some of it's based on uh, our depth. Um, and some of it's based on game situations. Uh, so I think there's a place for all those. Um, every game's different. Every opponent's different. Um, so the way each game plays out uh, isn't necessarily for us. Uh, doesn't necessarily for us follow a certain pattern. Um, it's just we react to what how it's going and, again, what what we're trying to do and what our opponents are trying to do and how those two things match up. So. I think you'll continue to see um, us use multiple players in our defensive scheme, depending on, again, those, those six different answers that I just mentioned. I don't think it'll just be 11, 12 guys. We're going to take two final questions here, guys. It's going to be Mike Petraglia first, and then we'll end with Evan Lazar. Mike, you can go ahead. Uh, Bill, I wanted to ask you about Bubba. Obviously, um, You've seen him and know him very well. Uh, he's getting his chance now as a special teams coordinator. Um, a lot of uh, Joe Judge uh, influence in his special teams, or has he put his own stamp on uh, on the Colts unit? Uh, well, I think Bubba played. Um, you know, Bubba played in the league for ten years, and 
um, the majority of that playing time was for uh, Brad Seeley. So I think there's a combination of influences from um, Brad and uh, Joe. Um, so, you know, it's probably something you'd have to ask him about. I mean, he'd be able to talk more about that than I would, but I'd say those are the two guys that uh, have dominated his experience uh, in the kicking game in the National Football League, um, again, in different capacities, but those those are the two main guys. I mean, not getting into head coaches and, you know, other right other people, but specifically in the kicking game on special teams, um, you know, I would think some combination of those two guys would have to be um, pretty, pretty influential for him. Terrific. Thanks. You're welcome. And our final question this morning is going to be from Evan Lazar. Go ahead, Evan. Hey, Coach. I just wanted to ask you what it was like to uh, have Julian back in the building and what he brings to the offense. Uh, sure. Yeah, good to have him back. Um, and we'll see. Um, I mean, we didn't practice yesterday, so we'll get moving on some things today in terms of um, a game plan and um, trying to trying to get us as far along on Indianapolis as we can. It's obviously going to be a cramped course. Um, and so we'll just see how it all comes together. Um, I don't know. He, he hasn't been here in a month, and it's a short week, and uh, we'll just just have to see how things work out. Thanks, Coach. Yep, you're welcome. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.